If you ever reach the bottom of the sea, don't look for me. I will be Hello and welcome to the Occupied Podcast, a podcast discussing the Norwegian television show Occupied, but we're doing an off-season tour through the television show Nobel. I'm Jack, and I'm here with Guru. Sam. And Kevin. For our last episode. And Bronx. And Bronx. The dog is chewing in the background. I apologize. Aldo's not here, so we're going to try to, we're trying to like live edit this or um, mix it as as we go along. So I'm sorry if this is terrible quality. Um, But what better way to go out? Um, I do want to do some housekeeping off the off the top, um, just to let everybody know they announced the date for Occupied season two is coming. Woo! It's coming out October tenth, two thousand seventeen. So we have a date so. to look forward to now. Alrighty. Um, and wait, is that in Norway? It's coming out. That's when oh, yeah, it will be released question. in Norway. I don't know when. When, when it's on Netflix. So. It's on Netflix. Okay. But is that the early? Because it was gonna air earlier on some channel. Via play. I haven't yeah. seen anything about that yet. Oh, so. this is the. If you know how the... to pirate, <laughs> no, no, we're not advocating a crime. We're not advocating crime. But no. if you happen to have well, already committed is, it, so we could probably watch it. Like we could watch it if they put. Because that's what happened with the first time. It got posted online. But the thing is, it doesn't get posted with English subtitles until. All right. Until somebody gets released oh, for international girl, can we do a live, yeah, live you, translation? Can you live translate and do, can you do voices? 100%. Yes, yes. 100% will awesome. do that. Okay. How's, how's your Jesper Berg voice? Hello. Hello. <laughs> My name's Jesper Berg. That's Hello, men of the north. Um, and so, yeah, also I just want to thank... First off, all you guys doing this podcast. It's been a lot of fun. I'm so glad we got to do something before uh, the season two came out. And thank you to our dozen listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we have thank more than both that. of you. Yeah, yeah. We do love you. No, I do. I mean, we are a very, very small podcast. So thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for those um, who wrote in. And if you want, you're always welcome to like give a review. I know if anyone listens to this podcast, that means they probably listen to other podcasts that are bigger. So you also, know, they probably yeah. know us and they know how like ratings, <laughs> ratings and everything work um or like recommend it to a friend because i'm sure that would <laughs> double our listenership <laughs> if one of seven. you <laughs> if one of you recommended it to one friend then go. we would have i have a scheme going guys it's listeners. the shape of a large triangle and uh <laughs> Yes, so with that, um, why don't we, wait, let's kick off uh, the episode. So we begin with Erling um, calling Sven, uh, the matchstick, right? Yep. Yes, yes, the And he, he, he wants to get the information about what's uh, going on for the Afghan um, trip that the foreign minister is going to be going on. Um, so Erling meets with him at the newspaper office. Uh, is this awkward? I think so. Like, I feel like... Well, that's just because Sven is very awkward. Why would, why would, why, why is Sven like... Cooperating so so much with him, he's like, terrified. He doesn't <laughs> look. Could he also be like a relationship that he could use in the future? That yeah. Like why? Why well, not? Think, or I think Alang is playing the guilt card. Like you owe me. Yeah, you owe me. Uh, you okay. owe me. Yeah. Yeah. You dick. Um, <laughs> and so uh, 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 Sven says that everyone is going to Mazari Sharif. Um, so it's going to be the foreign minister there, a bunch of advisors. Security be is going to be done by PST, which we know from Occupied. Um, rather than having the FSK uh, military dudes doing the security. I didn't know PST did anything international. Internationally. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I thought they were domestic. Well, I mean, if extrapolating from what we see from Ocu- uh, from Occupied, they do do protection of... <laughs> do-do. <laughs> God damn God damn it, God. That's why Kevin's... That's why you podcast. brought me, that's <laughs> why you brought me here. That's, that's yeah. why. And back to our serious discussion about the inner hierarchy of the Norwegian government. Oh, yes. Um, yes. No, yeah, I mean, they did. Jokes. If they do security, um, I guess they would probably follow them around wherever. They're, were they the ones that were in front of the hotel? Yes. The guys in, like, Yeah, yeah in the black suits. and white suit, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and also, Rolf and Johanna are going to be there. And Sven kind of makes a dig about that. He doesn't even know that Erling doesn't even know what his wife is doing. Mm-hmm. Um and then, in my mind, Erling punched Sven in the face. Yeah. But that didn't yeah. happen. Lots also, of coffee. Lots of coffee, too. And when, when Erling says, like, That's my thing. like, do you mind? And Sven's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. That wasn't his desk. <laughs> it was someone else's. It was someone else's stuff. Well, and he's like, do you mind? He's like, yeah, whatever. Frank's fine. Again, Norway. Flat structure. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Everyone shares. Socialism works. 
um then uh, the uh, uh there's also the meeting is going to be in afghanistan with the afghan uh, minister of power they will be discussing uh, the norwegian way the norwegian way the norwegian way why why is that in, in english? english it's a it's probably i assume it's a marketing thing right I don't Everyone know. looks at Giro. No, she has no idea. If my father, if my father was here, he would go on a fifteen-minute-long rant about you could just say that in Norwegian. We have the words, but it's yeah. He doesn't like all American appropriation. Yeah, no, we we take a lot reason. of we take a lot of English words and phrases. And for this one, I honestly don't know why it. Which has yeah. been your favorite throughout the the uh, series? Uh, down the fucking drain. <laughs> That's probably my. Fuck you. That's no glory. Yeah. Um, yeah. How's our accent? Very good. No, it's spot on. <laughs> we can do Norwegians doing Americans. That's yep. that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they they tell um, uh, Sven tells Erling about the Weavers uh, that are supposed to be there, but the photo op has been canceled, which tips off to Erling that mu- that Mula Ahmed must be at the must be attending. Um, and the idea behind that is that the Weavers don't wear burkas. Yes, right. and okay. so that would be offensive to him. He wouldn't like that. So. He does a little bit of sleuthing and figures that out. That and seems like a, a lot of, I don't know. Like a I jump. Yeah, yeah, I felt that was a big jump. To I mean, like, I think he ah, uh, they canceled a photo up. Must be the mola. I mean, I kind of agree. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of jumps in this. We're going well, with it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Erling meets with Ekeberg down at the docks, um, and he uh, Erling brings Ekeberg up to speed and saying that PST will be in charge of the security. So Erling's not happy about that, um, and they say that was another thing. Do you notice he said as of now, like in English? I, I don't. Yes, know yes he go, he went. He said yes. he says Erling in Norwegian. Erling, you're no longer suspended, and then he says in English as, as of, of now. Yeah. Again, this, this, I think soft power, I think guys. those words exist. <laughs> they do. Um, so uh, also, this doesn't it seem it, like we so we know that there's gonna be an explosion. We we set mm-hmm. that up in the, in the last episode in the last episode of this. Podcast yeah, well, we talked like yeah, 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 yeah. There's definitely gonna be. It seems like they're just like we they, when Eckeberg is like all these people are going to be together yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in one place <laughs> you know and something. it's going to be fine well cuz everything <laughs> like, yeah. also cuz we uh, like everything else has been resolved like the main mystery that we've been mm-hmm. following for the previous 7 episodes we like we found out we, last yeah. week like oh yeah. Rolf is right, the reason is everything Rolf. happened so yeah. now we're it's kind of like the denouement we're just waiting for everything to happen and so we're going to have all these guys in a room together and also i have i not backing down from my Eckeberg theory Yet season two, <laughs> we will uh, we will revisit this at the end, with uh, predictions and whatnot. So Eckeberg tells Erling that he now that the suspension has been lifted, he's going to be going back in under um, the pretext of working for Rolf, um, not as one of the FSK guys, and but he'll be able to provide security from there. Um, well, and he'll be in charge. Yes, and he'll be in charge. Close, yeah. Um, so uh, and so he gets ready for for his deployment out there, but not before stopping back at uh, his father's house. So Erling, we have a scene with Erling, his dad, and uh, Rickard, and they're they're dressing a fish, and um, they're putting little pants. Is that what fish pants on it. I knew you shirt. were gonna do it like field dress like that, right? <laughs> yeah. With an animal, you like field dress it. Was, oh. What were you gonna I say? I hadn't heard dissect. That. Dissect it? Yeah, that's more like no, what think, you do with the frog and stuff. Yeah, dissect it would be like taking it apart. I think it's like, yeah, like, I mean, if, I assume when you like, because I know you could have it like a deer and you like cut the skin and stuff. Off you, of it. Yeah, so you feel it's field fish. dressing. Well, yeah, but he was cutting the, he was specifically okay. cutting the fin off. I think it was, I don't know. It's a very nuanced I really don't discussion. think this is, a, is yeah, what we should sorry. be getting hung up about. Is, wait, what was, what was his father doing to the fish? Yes. The pike. Let's be clear. We want to use a very specific language. So, uh, uh, Rickard asks Erling to bring him a candy dispenser from <laughs> from Afghanistan. He's like, they don't have them there. He goes, yeah, but they do at the airport. Yeah, what, Rickard, what? Pri- Rickard love, has the best priorities. Yes, I, no, but I really enjoy. I really enjoy the character of Rickard. I do because he's like, it is. It's truly is how a ten year old would think. And he's yeah. like, are you gonna wear body armor? Yes. Well, you know, if you get shot in the head, that's not gonna help. <laughs> and he's uh, he's like. Well, yeah, I, yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I know, I know. But I like that he tries to calm his son with logic. He doesn't just say ah, that's not going to happen. He yeah. says most people don't shoot for the head because it's a hard. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I is was probably kind of true. Interesting, and then, yeah. and then, uh, I mean, Rickard goes back to him. He's like, well, you, you know, he says, I'm very careful. But Rickard says, well, you said JP 
was you know, careful. said he was careful, and but yeah. he actually has a good response saying like, well, JP went somewhere he wasn't supposed to. Well, and then the kid references a bomb, which if it hasn't been just telegraphed yes. the whole time, <laughs> yeah. there's going to be yep. a bomb. Bam, yeah. bam, bam, bam. Um, and then uh, Rickard's dad is kind of a dick. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he starts st- talking about Rickard's like. Rickard's dad or? Oh, excuse me. Erling's oh, father, yeah. yes. But he yeah. starts talking about the odds of um, of him being killed and yeah. About yeah. talking about the pike. Um it's like, oh yeah. yeah. So what? But he says that he wants it, wants to tell the truth. Like, mm-hmm. just trying to tell the truth. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing that's going to prepare you for your dad being killed at yeah. war, though. Oh, yeah. So there, this conversation has no utility. Yes, exactly. exactly. To a ten-year-old, like that's yeah. all that serves is to scare him. Yeah. yeah. So, and especially like when Erling is there, and you know, there should be some deference to the fact that I know Erling is your son, but like, this is Rickard is his son. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, so he you wants defer to, to the parent. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but then they have they Erling responds with saying like you know because uh, they're talking about being scared and Erling says you know I was really scared with you know a father who you know wouldn't talk to me for days before you that's know I know you loved me and he goes that's yeah I'm like that is that's just how he knew he loved them well, that's, that's not healthy that's, yeah that's, <laughs> that's that should is, probably have a talk yeah. But so I thought a lot about parenting in this episode, and it made me think. Yeah. And you can cut this. If no. It's too off topic. Have you guys ever seen Louis C.K. do a stand-up about parenting? I've seen him do I've, many stand-ups about it. Yeah. yeah. So he does the one where um, it's about people who haven't had kids judging people who have kids and mm, the way yeah. they parent. And so he's what? You know, you haven't had kids, and you're watching that mom in the McDonald's yell at her kid, like, just, oh, yeah. just eat your French fries. Just shut up and eat your French fries. And you're, you're thinking, like, when I have kids, I will answer Never. all their questions. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, further their, like, in social curiosity in the world. Because in this episode, I'm judging their parenting a lot. Like, the fact mm-hmm. that, like, when he runs into Johanna, and she doesn't know. Yeah. And, like, they haven't talked about where Rickard is with, and they left him with the addict, who's, yeah. like, kind of a dick. Like, yeah. I'm judging their parenting a lot, and so I'm trying to, like, oh, yeah. like pull back. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. That's actually... Oh, yeah. God, I love Louis C.K. He's, He's so good. good. Um, the, uh, so then the, the, we cut to Afghanistan. So Erling arrives in, uh, in Mazar, and so he gets a look at the security outside of the That's hotel. a lot of suspicious looks. Yes. And the, uh, and the lobby. Um, what's going? So he, you can see as he's going through, he's, he's kind of mentally going through the process of, of evaluating how the security procedures are there. Um, also, is he w- walking in with all of his equipment, like what all of it, like his guns? I assume, and stuff? yeah. Like, no, no, no. The yeah. FSK guys brought it. Oh, there. they brought his stuff for they, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, that's okay, where they point. say all your stuff is in another room. Go get. Uh, oh, okay. good point. How do you so remember that, that? Yes, I paid attention. Yeah, Jesus. I was thinking it was like very Matrix-like when he was walking into, like, just putting uh-huh. his, all of his guns down. If I'm like, I'm a metal detector. Yeah, which comes up later. Yes. Um. He uh, he meets up with the FSK guys and uh, Rolf and um, uh, so that's uh, Hans Ivar and Holvard. Sure. Yeah. One. Mm-hmm. And is it just me or is it weird that like well I, I know that they're in the military and there's yeah. like that the, but like I don't know them seeing them in a hotel. <laughs> just seeing a bunch of military guys. <laughs> yeah. No, I guess it's I, like they checked like what they would do. <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah, that's what they would of course. I guess yeah. we don't yeah. see that a lot though yeah. on screen though. It's just kind yeah, of. Mm-hmm. Jarring. So Rolf explains the game plan of how the meeting is going to uh, is going to occur between the Norwegians and the the Afghans um, officials. So uh, then Erling response explains where everybody should be. He wants the FSK guys to be outside uh, monitoring, and he'll be uh, running things from the inside. Um, uh, then they uh, he dismisses the FSK guys, and Rolf and Erling have their one on one chat. And Erling, you know, just doesn't want to hear it at the beginning. He's just, yeah. and even like throughout all of it, at the end, at the end, he's just like, are you done? Because yeah, I think I there's, that. there's nothing that Rolf could say to him no. that I think yeah. is going to change how he's like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, when you put it like that. Because yeah, Rolf tries <laughs> yeah. to justify himself. So he explains why he did it, like, sort of. Um, so he, he wasn't, he basically, he didn't want this one little thing that they had worked for for so long to all get taken down by this Sharif guy. So he explains that it was an act of desperation to save, you know, what the, to save what they're about to do right now, which is yeah. having mm-hmm. this, this deal signed. So it's all been, you know, a sacrifice for, for this deal. And Erling don't give a fuck. But the, yeah. yeah. But he's, Rolf says, he's, he said, um, mm-hmm. like, I did it, but I didn't know how you'd react. Mm-hmm. 
that's total BS. Is like it? He, he he did it so that Sharif would be eliminated. Yeah, from I don't. The equation. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't know. First off, this still doesn't address how he spoofed that it made it make it look like coming from Eckerberg. Yeah. yeah. That is that never that is never addressed. Season yeah. two. This is also never addressed as who sent the second two. thing of footage to Sven. I, oh, I yeah. assumed it was I assumed Rolf. It was Rolf, yeah. yeah. Okay, I why? guess but why? Yeah, no, I know. That cuz yeah, then no cuz that doesn't do mean that. then I I meant that they that didn't come up here because he wants to say oh it was an act of desperation the first time because what, what my understanding is that Hector Gate texted Rolf saying, "Look who's in Oslo, I win," and then. Well, and how does he know that he's going to be beating his wife when he gets there? And I don't think he knows. Do you know that. what I mean? Like, yeah. but I, he, you're hoping that he's going to kill him. I think. Well, I mean, and without I, that, he doesn't. Right? I yeah. think it maybe it really was. If if we're taking Rolf at his word, then. It really was an act of desperation. When he got that text, he just got really mad. Like, all of a sudden, everything he works for is about to go down the fucking drain. And that he just says, and he sees Erling, and he's like, uh, fuck it. Um, I'm just going to send this out as just, like, partially just as a blind, angry thing. And, like, partially as a Hail Mary just to, in, in like, it truly, if he says, as an act of desperation, just hope something happens maybe he'll punch me maybe he'll kill it's it's not a believable hail mary because it comes through eckberg so there's some yeah well yeah so that that, that, yeah just let leave that alone and then i guess because that's i mean they didn't address it in this episode but i feel like the resolution of this mystery is really unsatisfying yeah yeah Yeah. maybe if i find really unsatisfying i mean uh well i mean teach his own but yeah i mean there are some frustrating things that mostly to me on the technical side that make me wonder because that like there's an explanation at least to of why certain things happen, but how they happened is still a little confusing They're, to me. I mean, did Rol- they did they tell us who told Sharif where his wife was? Who told Sh- Sharif? He had access alive. to Rolf. Did yeah. Rolf told Sharif that his that Sharif's wife was at yeah yeah to make sure so that the two of them would run into each other. Oh, so that he would Be, yeah do something. Yeah. I don't know if he knew he okay. was gonna kill him. But at least, but he like, knew that there was bad yeah, blood there. Okay. And... He knew, yeah, because he knows about so JP. Be he knows about. Uh, yeah, this seems way too premeditated to be yeah. an act of desperation. Exactly why there's probably gonna be. Well, that's why too. it also fell apart because it wasn't obviously <laughs> executed too well. Um, well, anyway, so uh, the meeting then uh, takes place. So uh, it starts off with Erling. First off, he gets suited up. He's got his gun and his uh, his earpiece and everything ready to go. Goes downstairs and meets with the foreign minister and Johanna, Johanna, who is super surprised to see him. Yeah. And because parenting. Because, yeah, because parenting. Because people like, need to talk. Just like oh. Also, now they're both orphan. He's an orphan. If they both go down, go down. and yeah. Erling thinks something's gonna happen, so. Yeah. So yeah, why is so? Why is Erling there? Okay. To so, keep the peace. My Sorry. thought was like, is this going to be that trope again where I am the one guy who can save everybody? Because yeah. that's some bullshit. Yeah. Like, I don't even oh, yeah. like the that Jack guy Bauer, like, I yeah. Well, I'm like, how do you like that guy? You have to work with that guy. And apparently <laughs> he thinks dick. everyone around him is incompetent, right? If he's the one guy who can save it, that's like premised on the idea that everyone around him sucks. I think I, he trusts like, all the FSK guys. Okay. Yeah, I, I think he really doesn't like, he says like this. Is, I think he, he is... Yeah, really on the side of FSK, and he's like, I don't think PST has the competence to handle these kind of security things. We're the military. It's a war zone. We should be doing the security. Because okay. he, I think he really does trust the rest of the guys in his unit to yeah. do. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think that is a, it's an interesting point that comes up or that kind of gets shattered mm-hmm. later when the bomb goes off, and it's these suicide bombers who come in, like, totally random, mm-hmm. and they, he has no control over that. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, so he, do, he does have – there is that, you know, air of, mm-hmm. oh, I'm – you know, I I'm the best trained to do to handle well, this situation, and then I can appreciate totally out of his I can control. appreciate that he how close he is to the FSK unit, and the rest of them are deploying out to the level of maybe gilping like and his yeah, wife's there. My wife is there. These guys are going out there to protect the foreign minister and my wife. So maybe something yeah. maybe yeah. I Sense should of duty kind of yeah like like yeah. I'm these guys are putting their their lives on the line to help protect you know you know their country and my family. Maybe you know I should, I should also be there too. Especially mm. that's my job. Yeah. yeah. Um, Where yeah. he's not necessarily thinking that he can, he's the only one who can solve the problem, but he wants to be part of the, mm. the solution. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I also think he thinks he's going to be fine. Does he? 
I mean, enough. Well, he's pretty stressed. He's got. I mean, <laughs> any anytime they go to they go to Afghanistan, he's got a. Yeah. There's always going to be that danger of. Yeah. Okay, we're putting ourselves in a very. But like as JP, but like yeah, like like desensitized. Yeah, and like as JP, you know, has said about about Erling, like he just keeps going. going. Like he's yeah. perpetual. He's yeah. He doesn't like. I I see him as a guy that probably doesn't. Is he acts and doesn't think like he's just like this is something I gotta go do. I'm not. He's not gonna meditate on it. And well, it's gonna be go harder do to do job. if you think about the consequences. Yeah, right? yeah. Like yeah, and I'm sure. I wonder. Yeah, why I'm sure that he left his son, his son. with his he's, addict dad. Yeah, <laughs> like I think he doesn't really think. You're right. He only thinks about the consequences. But I do. He's obviously like healthy. Johanna is is obviously a priority. Um, watching it the second time, I noticed how when he gets into the lobby and he and like all his like red flags start going off and he as he's walking by Johanna's says stay in the back and so he's obviously keeping you know her first and foremost in his mind i had this thought um Mm -hmm. did you guys ever read malcolm gladwell where he's talking about the people that determine whether art is real or fake and no okay so it's this idea that there's sort of two types of intelligences and sometimes i think it's malcolm gladwell sometimes (laughs) you know um you're able to give a specific logical reason for i'm looking at this and i know it's fake because i've studied this and this ingredient wouldn't have been used in this and then there's the times when the experts can't tell you why they know it's a fake but they all agree that it's a fake Mm -hmm. that they're looking at a situation and they couldn't tell you logically what they know to come to that conclusion but they've seen so much that they know it's a fake yeah i feel like you see that with erling in this moment like he can't tell you why he knows something bad is about to go down but he's seen so much bad go down that Mm. it's like his body knows before you yeah actually that's what because isn't that also about like coaches like coaches can tell if a guy's about to take a shot, like a free throw, right before, like coaches, if they've seen enough, they'll just know, like, that one's not going to make it. This yeah. one's going to make it. Yeah, because they've that, seen it so much and they're so not, that, yeah. That it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's almost become subconscious that, like, something, something is off. muscle memory. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, we'll, we'll get anyway. to, I, I'm, I'm going to come back to that point, Sam, um, <laughs> when I, when we get to, to, um, the bomb. Yeah, the actual sure. bombing. But, um, so, uh, they, but before that, they see Adela, and I just want to say I love Adela, so I like noticing when she's there because she is my favorite. Do everything you've learned. Yes, is what he tells. Yes. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Erwin. Jedi-ish. Yes, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. I would totally, totally cast Axel Henny in a Star Wars movie as a Jedi. Yeah, I he could would to- do well. He yeah. would do well, I think. Yeah. Yes, Axel, call me. Um, so Why? because he does have the power. <laughs> yeah. Do you Actually, have access to star, the Star Wars franchise that we don't know about? I'll make so. it. I'm first working on access to Axel Henny, which your friend, <laughs> your friend, got a tweet from him, right? Yeah. Oh. So one of my actor friends, um, back home, does Axel? Just, she. I'm checking his Twitter. They have a thing. So they're a theater group, and they have a thing where they're obsessed with Axel Henny, and they tweeted him all the time, and they make these little funny videos where they incorporate. His voice from clips <laughs> or his face or whatever Why into we have their them on the own. Show? Yeah, I'll add Maria would be, would be, hello, Maria. I think um, he's got an Instagram. And they created a, a little video over Christmas and he, and it got a lot of views and he, Axelani liked it. Mm. And they all, you know, were, flipped out. they all flipped out. They're like, this is the best Christmas present ever. <laughs> I really hope they said exactly that in English. No, they probably did. <laughs> this is the best Christmas present ever. I wouldn't be all that surprised. <laughs> Axel Henny's the first picture on his Instagram is just a sign that <laughs> him in front of the thing that says, don't be a dick. <laughs> Words to live by. Uh, I like him. All right. Um, uh, so uh, we see Adela. Um, then we see Hadar and the uh, Minister of Power, uh, Faruqi, uh, arrives. Mm-hmm. Who, who is Faruqi? Minister of Power. That's right. Afghan, so Afghan government official who's the guy who's going to be signing the deal. Because the deal is going to be between the Norwegians, um, the Afghan ministry, Hadar is there uh, under the auspices of the land. Um, right. And then... Uh, and, oh, wait, because he helped, um, he's helped negotiating all this. And right. then the mullah is going to be, is, yeah. is gonna be there to yeah. try to... Because they want him to have buy-in. Mm-hmm. Um. So they, they meet, so the Hadar and the uh, Minister of Power meet with Rolf and then head upstairs, um, but not before giving, uh, they, they, Rolf gives him some expensive olive oil. Yeah. And why is it the world's most expensive olive oil? Wasn't it like so? Oh, because it's from, it's from Sanctan's Heaven. 
which is a part of Oslo that's super swanky. Oh. Um, it's just because it's not that it's super good. It's just no, from, it's just, a, it's from it's a really, really... Expensive. Well, no, my best guess is that it's from this one store on Sanctan 7 where, like, the food, it's like... It's like the Italian store on steroids. Like it's it's super super fancy mm. and everything's delicious, but very expensive. And so and so the gift that that uh, Rolf gives f- first yeah. was that Motorola. Oh, Motorola. That's what I thought. Maybe it was is another mozz- olive oil. No, I. Th- I oh, wait, or is I thought it was, I thought he said mozzarella. Oh. Or is it actually? God damn it! <laughs> that's it's it's food. Who who doesn't give food uh, as no. gifts? Who gives motor oil as gifts? Yeah, I, I agree. Don't know. Sure. Yeah. Um, we'll have to get that going out. Um, so we'll do some research. Hadar and uh, Rolf go up to sign the paperwork, and Hadar asks Rolf uh, if he uh, if he had met with Sharif when he was in Oslo, and gives like this really knowing look. Yeah. You notice that, like. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, let's hope this was all worth it." Yeah, I, I wrote that. Like, I wrote that down too. And like, you're like yeah. oh. oh, you know that, like. You or have the strong suspicions uh, about this, and um, the uh, the foreign minister arrives at the meeting, and we have uh, so Halvard uh, and Hans Ivar um, are giving info from outside, and they're passing that to Erling, and at the same time, so we're getting these cuts back and forth mm-hmm. as they're trying to negotiate um, the deal. And I want to say, like back to what Sam was saying, I've, I had the realization this is like my favorite thing in movies. Um, where it's uh, like a, <laughs> it's very specific. It's like situations where like a group of guys or are providing security or observing a situation, and they're trying to communicate with the uh, others, trying to anticipate or resolve what's going on. Because mm-hmm. I, I, for me, I, I very quickly empathize with what's going on, and try to because I think like when would I go like nope no like when would I. Be Shut like, this down. out, no, nope, yeah. gotta go. Just this pull is the it. foreign minister. Yeah. And I was trying to think of other, uh, so it, it qu- very quickly makes me empathize. And I'm also easily fi- looking around and trying to figure out what's going on. Obviously, I know we're watching a show, so I know like shit is probably going to go down, so they wouldn't show it if there wasn't something. But it always draws me in. Um, and because I think of like other things, um, like that I've mentioned before is, um, when we were talking in the Occupy podcast, was um, about. Uh, the scene in Sicario on the bridge. I don't know if you guys ever ended up seeing scene that movie. Sicario, but I don't. Which There's a scene on, on on the bridge when they're going back into the United States um, okay. when they're transporting yeah. the guys and they are seeing the cars are pulling up and they're like military age males in the cars and they see a weapon and the guy. So they're all yes. deploying and they're yes. trying to communicate with each other like, okay, when mm-hmm. when do we? And that like Benicio del Toro tells Emily Blunt like, take take your gun out <laughs> like yeah. the, and and so that's that was always like ratchet up the tension for me or another one i was thinking of was um the remake of tinker tailor soldier spy in the beginning um one of the, the guys the british agents is going to meet a source and he's meeting in at hungary a, yes yeah so he's meeting at the cafe and you see as he's sitting there he's like looking around and noticing things like yeah. the waiter is sweating a lot so mm-hmm. he's like oh that's kind of weird and the thing that finally um, sets him off is he looks up and he sees a woman from a balcony opens up her curtains and looks out and then looks down at the cafe and frowns and immediately then closes the curtains which oh. means she knows like she recognized this guy's obviously some security agents here so shit's about to go down and yeah. he, so that's when that he just cool. yeah he yeah. stands up and is like nope nope go. i'm done i'm done did we have what was it I mean, what was the sweating waiter for Erling? I mean, did you see anything that he was picking up on? No, or yeah, because there is... That would have been a cool they, way I to mean, add some tension. I mean, it was the, the Afghan National Police guys. The fact that... Because they showed up, yeah. and that he started freaking out about. And yeah. even Johanna was like, but that's not uncommon for them. Yeah, to that like, doesn't seem that's that weird to me that they yeah. would be Well, like, that's what I think the thing but... about it. He's like, that's not uncommon, but what are the odds that they showed up right now? Which is why he didn't, like, immediately pull the flag. And, and that's why yeah. he kept checking back in. And when they're like, how many have come out? Have they come out yet? Wait, didn't because because didn't w- it, when they first got there they yes. said that the uh, the yes. Afghan police mm-hmm. were guarding, like oh they they he made that comment of like are you sure that it's it's okay, it's good for the yeah. Afghan police to be here it's like mm-hmm. we want to show that we trust them yeah yeah, yeah. so so, they, they, uh, so he was, they must have got through. so he was thinking it was like there's changing of the guards maybe I, I don't they, know I think they explicitly said that 
Mm. Yeah. That that was their reasoning because they went in and checked with the PST guys mm. after, and and the Afghan police had told the PST guys we're releasing our colleagues. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and, so, and that's and why that, he kept asking have they, how has many anybody came come out. Yeah. Did right. they has actually any, release anyone? And no one came in, and that's when he. It's just too late. So also, would, another one I know, not from another movie, but um, from what I hear in Afghanistan, is when guys would roll, uh, they they like drive their Humvees up in through a town that they normally go into, and they notice there are no children in the town, which mm. means they're like, okay, mm. an ambush is about to happen, yeah, because everyone else in the village would know about it. But yeah, so those mm. those scenes are very tension. They make they make Jack very happy. Um, <laughs> and um, anywho, um, back to the actual meeting. So um, the foreign minister springs the news that Mullah Ahmed will be joining them. Why wasn't Ralph told? Because Ralph would have had I don't a think bad he wouldn't have liked it. Ralph doesn't. doesn't Ralph cares like about him. the oil deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's been taken away. And he doesn't been... care about the idea of mm-hmm. using this to create a bigger negotiation. No. Okay. No. Well, is for, is so the foreign minister um, bringing the Mullah... Is that a good idea? Surpri- by surprising it rather than not. I mean, it yeah. ends up working in the sense that everyone ends up... Well, I and mean, they wouldn't the have, bo- yeah. had the bombing not happened, like they, it looks like they were going to sign the deal. And the, well, the, Yeah, and they wouldn't have come. I'm sure some, people, some of them wouldn't, wouldn't have, have come, come if they, they knew the mullah was going to be there. So, yeah. I mean, this is like the peace at any cost thing, yeah. right? This is... It's like, we got to work with everyone, I gotta bring even the if tell. they're the, that's the, this is unsavory. The yeah, and it's a risky bet, but the the foreign minister says that in in an earlier episode, like I know this is risky, but you like go big or go home. Yeah, like, we have a shot at this. Everyone remain calm when yes. he comes. He does. In. Everyone is giving some very nervous looks throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, Adelo is translating in the meantime, and so yeah, because the Afghan government doesn't think the Taliban has any footing, but the foreign minister is explaining that you know if we want this deal to work and we don't want there to be any sabotage, we need to have the buy-in from these guys if we're going to establish any level of peace. And I'm sorry, but is part of the goal. To go beyond just making this one deal, but to have a broader. Uh, I mean, hopefully there's. Well, uh, for the foreign minister, I think it is. It's that spillover effect that hopefully, like, if we can get one deal where the Afghan government and the Taliban can both agree that, like, hey, this is going to be better for the people overall. And if that that could be the first step like in something in, in establishing peace, and if yeah. you know we can begin working there, mm-hmm. who knows where it can go? Exactly, it could go all the way to the Nobel yes. Committee. That's where it could go. So the uh, so meanwhile on, on the outside, the Afghan police, national police show up and are led in by PST. So this is PST dropping the ball. We were right to Erling was right to not trust their security skills. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the the guys uh, everyone in the meeting heads down to the lobby where they go to sign the deal. Rolf was not happy. Yes, Erling is. Uh, he, Erling, meanwhile, as we said, was trying to figure out where you know the the deal. What's the deal with the Afghan national police coming? And he's looking around trying to figure out where those other guards are, and um, it ends up telling Erling to just uh, telling Johanna to hang in the back, which ends up saving her life. Um, and uh, you know, by the time that he figures it out, it's too late, and we get the uh, the suicide bomber comes around and blows himself up. I thought it was a very good, technically done explosion. Yeah, no, because the way he, I don't know if they like how they did it, but it, the actors really looked like they were there when when the bomb when it blew up from from behind them. Yeah, no, I was trying to figure that out. I mean, I'm sure it was a lot of like a they. It, the live actors yeah, yeah, yeah. were around an explosion where they just shot up a bunch of dust yeah, and yeah, like. Yeah. Just like mm-hmm. foam bricks, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But then I watched it again, and there actually was like a giant, like fireball yeah. explosion in yeah. the in the center, like yeah. right round. Like even though I knew back. it was gonna happen by the time that we were watching it, you just knew it was coming. Yeah. I was still like, "Holy shit!" Like, yeah. yeah, it was very well, um, well done. And then so Erling regains his composure to the sounds of gunfire. That's the one thing I was. I thought it was just gonna be a bomb going off, and then he comes back and you hear the gunfire. And they're just shooting up everybody. And that this, must suck. Yeah. This also, I've, he uh, Erling has done this several times where he's like woken up and had to go right to like, right to work. Like <laughs> like come to okay, you gotta do stuff. Like I, I don't know if, if that's like a theme of some kind, but he does it often. <laughs> Man, and also on this poor guy. Also. This is kind of brings back to the uh, the Matrix E lobby scene where it's like ducking behind pillars and it does actually have that kind of right because the yeah because of this the the like cement columns that are right. yeah it's very Matrixy but he does but uh, also a technical question about and more about uh huh like this seems would there be a shooting after yeah would there be it was, looks like overkill 
and like no that seems smart to me yeah it depends well, on like, what you your want. goal is yeah right? yeah i think they're well first off um what what was your interpretation of who blew it up i know that's what I, yeah <laughs> my crazy notes mm-hmm. well not quite I, jack crazy with the thread but um yeah. The corkboard is yeah. pretty full. <laughs> Fuck you, Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're, but I, I do, I will say your collection of red thread yes. that you have put yes. all around that corkboard is impressive. Yeah, no, but, but seriously, though. I, I, I'm I, keeping I, Michael's in business. Well, so I, I tried to figure out what the goal would have been and then to work backward from that to who it was. So is the goal to spoil the negotiation? Is it just part of the chaos? Is it not necessarily a specific goal just to maintain chaos in Afghanistan? Is it... To kill someone in particular, which I don't think is likely. I mean, mm. I don't. Suicide bomb isn't designed to assassinate one person, right? It's a yeah. bigger thing. Well, they, uh, and or is there like a more specific goal? Pakistani prime about. minister, right? Who's that lady? Her name? Oh, Budo. Yeah, she. What? They killed her, and she was in a in a was van. It a yeah, that was bomb? a suicide. Mm. Yeah, I think so. I guess I just don't think of that as being the most efficient assassination Especially strategy. Especially if you, if you come in after the explosion him. and just and spray bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why not shoot him first? Well, what do you think, Jack? Who was? China, obviously. No, uh, <laughs> uh, I interpret it. I interpret it because earlier conversations, I um, they had had about the Taliban. I thought it was the Taliban. That yeah. the yeah. Taliban, uh, but like they had mentioned that there are comp- competing elements. The, the, there are competing yeah. elements within the Taliban, and that the fact that Mullah Ahmed was going to meet, I imagine, a more, faction that doesn't like Mullah Ahmed. Yes, basically, okay. someone was like, "How dare you even negotiate with the government in order okay. to get money? This is wrong. We're." We're gonna go blow up and spoil this whole thing. Seems like the or, show doesn't care. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's not the point. Does it matter at yeah. that point? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think that's good. like I I wasn't terribly, but I just, just you know there are plenty of people who had a reason to do it. I buy that, that they something don't want like that would Mullah happen, Ahmed yeah. like I don't know yeah. having so, this leverage, having yeah. this new power. Is that the idea that there's something? I I just thought there was these... the, uh, a more hardcore element of the Taliban that just says okay. like how dare you work with work this with. Gov- okay. this government which is just a prop of the Americans and yeah. you're doing it to make money, you know, this this is awful and so we're going to kill you, both you and we we know it's going down so we're going to kill you and Well, the, the show doesn't spend time on it, but I assume somebody took responsibility after the fact, right? Oh, yeah. Because oh, that's sure. the whole sure. point. If you don't then your message is yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean if you're killing the foreign minister, which haha, I called it. You yes, did. You did. I did. You did, Jack. Um, not killed by the Chinese. Not <laughs> killed by the Chinese. <laughs> I will take the little win. Okay, do you remember what we kept saying about the foreign minister from like day one? We were like, he's, he's too good he's looking too good to looking. be a good guy. But turned Apparently, out he was good guy. He's a good looking good guy. See, that's amazing. how they subvert your expectations, man. <laughs> the guy who looks like Prince Charming is actually Prince Charming. Actually Prince Charming. His death yeah, was really impactful, would, yeah. too. Yeah. And that the was... line they give where he is the first priority on the helicopter, that mm. they give that exactly as he's dying. Yeah. Yeah, that got me. Yeah. And they. It was rough. Um, so the cavalry arrives. And again, um, also, with the, like, eye prosthetics or dude, the, the contacts that make it look like they have been hyper doing, real. They have been doing great work on eyes of people who yeah. have been in, in explosions. No, it's, yeah, it's something that, it yeah, about, yeah. like, just how incredibly real these scenes are and how visceral. Scene, man. He kept, yeah. first off, he kept his eyes open for a long time. I mean, in, in having to do that as an actor, I imagine, is pretty difficult, but... Man, it was because he's a lot. He's alive at the moment Erling gets to him. Yeah, and he's just in those, and and like it hit me to. I'm just so stupid. I'm like, it really hit me to be like, man, that must, like, how off, like, what is going through your mind? Like, is he even aware of it when yeah. you, when you get hit like that? Because he's doing this kind of weird panic breathing that the body it's clear like he's going to shock and the body yeah. is just doing anything it can to stay alive, but it's not enough. And, and he, I think. The fact that we watch him die rather than early gets to him and he's already dead, like that yeah, actually that really was, yeah, that like was, hit that me. Was mm. I just think they did a really good job with this whole aftermath. I think we see yeah. a lot of yes. bombings, but I don't think we see that what happens afterwards. I thought yeah. that was really interesting. And that's, yeah. thank you, Sam. Yeah. My, I was talking to a friend of mine who watches the uh, who watches the show as well, and he actually didn't like. He said they oh, oh they really? spend way too much time. No, after this. that was so I much really more emotionally liked, powerful. Because we don't yeah. yeah you often you don't really deal with the consequences as yeah. much, and I I really appreciated just showing the you know the totality of what what happened here. Yeah. And just like the process of like, mm-hmm. what, okay, who going around? Who do you know? so good in this scene. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so you have fifteen to, to twenty people dead. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it it really 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 got to me. And then um, he goes to check on uh, Johanna. So Johanna has a collapsed lung. So that's it with that sticky thing. Oh, I didn't know. What yeah. That so was. she has. Uh, well, oh God, what do I know? <laughs> um, my understanding is that. Um, 
she had a clap swung. That's why she was breathing weird. And what you do is she has a puncture, basically. That's yeah. so oh, that's so you why. can't fill air because if you have two holes, then it won't be able to pump. Uh, won't be able to create an air pressure differential to suck the air into your lungs. So what he learns by from putting three kings. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's exactly what happens in three kings. Yeah. 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 And so what he does is they put that sticky thing on it that allows air to escape and not go back in. And then I'm assuming he was just removing when he injects her there and that allows the lung to then inflate again yeah. and fully so she could breathe. Um, he's so sweet when he's dealing oh, with her he's too. He yeah, keeps he's really good. He keeps saying, Yantami, which was my, it means my girl. Oh, like, hang in there, my girl. Hang in there, 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 in that moment, if Watching someone you love, like yeah. someone you love, is is dying in front of you, and you have to you have to fix it, like yeah. like, like he is, and he's got the training, he's in it, and just and doing it, oh, it's awful. And then what also really got to me is at the end, once um, it, everyone is is being treated, they've cleared the area, and Erling is standing up. Um, he he looks around, he radios in that there are fifteen to twenty people dead. And he looks over at Johanna, yeah. and Johanna just starts crying in yeah. this. Yeah. Because she, one thing is, she has been very strong. I feel in like her in her dealings with Erling, she will give him. Yeah, she's tough. She, she's a, yeah, she's a tough, tough kid. And just seeing her kind of like react exactly how I would probably react yeah. in this situation, yeah. just like the overwhelmingness of all. Like just once you're no around. longer in mortal peril of immediately dying, mm-hmm. just having that overwhelming thing hit you, I, I, I totally empathize with that. Oui. She yeah. was, that about was the some good that Ralph was alive, that Ralph lived through this. Hmm. Yeah. Like, why do you think they kill? I mean, I think it was important narratively to kill off the foreign minister yeah. who was trying for this deal and like. Did we kill the most noble people, like the people that were trying to? No, because I feel like yeah. Hadar made it through. Yeah. Hadar was hurt. And Adela. Adela. But as far yeah. But there's something about it, like. That's been a trope with this and Occupied of like things like this whole and the whole Nordic noir like mm-hmm. thing of like yeah life is messy like all the the good people so it don't make it the bad people I I don't think it's supposed yeah. to be it's supposed to be random enough that I think yeah yeah like the act itself was seemingly random yeah all the well, people, not well all like, the people that dot like it makes out, mm-hmm. it makes sense. It's indiscriminate. Not not speaking narratively, but like uh, kind of logistically. I mean, all oh, the people that get killed yeah. were the uh, the top officials of the meet. I, I think the, maybe he went closest to them. He clo- yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah, think so? The Afghan okay. minister got killed. The uh, foreign minister got killed. Minister uh, of power. Did the mullah? We didn't see anything about him. I didn't, yeah, we didn't see I the didn't mullah because he was yeah. in the back. I know he was in the back, but he okay. the front two guys who were kind of the subjects of this deal they were, okay. were killed. All yeah. right. Um, so yeah. Anyway, the last the, we cut to five months later. Also, yes. Wait, one. You said later. Yeah, Again? Right. Again. God damn it! Hadar um, later. Um, my, I, I feel I, that you guys owe me uh, a bit of an apology for um, <laughs> dismissing so out of hand my third timeline, <laughs> which this five months well, later is a th- is a third timeline. No. So uh, you're welcome. Shut no, up. it's still the same timeline. It's because it's just going it's just narratively. Later. Exactly. It's just later. Time. Yeah. No, so that's what he's not. That's not a new timeline. Time, jump. time jumps. If it's cutting back, it's still chronologically. Yeah. Time so, jumps. So, so there's okay. basically any scene that there's a 20 minute gap when between anything is therefore a new timeline. More line. than 20 minutes. This is five months. It's <laughs> a, a new <laughs> section of the story. I'm willing to apologize to Kevin. On Thank this. you. I'm not. I'll pass. <laughs> I am, I am you, the Sam. Johanna. You're I did welcome. nothing wrong. Nothing happened. I slept on his couch. <laughs> uh, so the uh, what, and we get a montage where we see Hadar and Wasima are signing over the land to Hector in his fucking swan oh, glasses. And, oh my and god! And the Chinese, the Chinese there, and it's just oh. Okay, so uh, is isn't there with Hadar and at that point Wasima is there? I'm like, yeah, everyone got blown up. But couldn't you still maybe save the deal? No way. No? No. Fuck it, no. I yeah. think it's a bad precedent. I think deal. a lot, of, I think especially if you think of the things that might have come out about this, because imagine 
you know, the foreign minister gets killed. There's going to be an after-action report. Oh, my God. If, you, reveal, if, right? if, like, if think, I mean, again, think of the U.S. If all of a sudden the Secretary of State got killed in a bombing, and then the, you, as information comes out, it's like, oh, yeah, well, he's there he because he was meeting with the Taliban, which he wasn't supposed to be doing in the first place. Why were you meeting with the Taliban? I just see this becoming a whole political mm. nightmare. Yeah. I mean, I get what and, Guru is saying, though, because what would the foreign minister have wanted? He would have wanted the deal to stay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And the second in command in the Afghanistan, in the Afghan government would have wanted, wanted the deal the to deal. stay. Mm-hmm. And Ralph is still around and he wanted yeah, the deal. Yeah, who knows? I mean, like, I don't think it's crazy that a bunch of stuff could have happened that made yeah. the whole thing fall apart. Yeah. Uh, whether it be on the Norwegian side mm-hmm. or the Afghan government side or whatever. Yeah. I really didn't like, just from a storytelling perspective though, of the the like quick vignettes that tell you like oh the, here's how things get wrapped up it, it reminds Too much me of a bow on yeah it. it reminds me of the end okay. of uh star wars episode three where they had to <laughs> like the, it feel where they like got all the way up to the story up like no. before a, a new hope yeah. and they're like oh crap how do we make that jump from end of episode three really? like put in all like oh there's the death star and like there's yeah. all this stuff that's going on like I've, I've, and it's just quick vignettes and like from a storytelling <laughs> yeah. perspective, I think that's uh, it could be done a little, little tighter. I mean, do you? How about you guys? Did you feel that it needed to have a wrap up of what happened in the aftermath? I think it needed a wrap up. I think there was a lot in this wrap up that I was like, blah blah. blah. Really? I mean, there's only like three things though. Yeah, just Anchan yeah. and Anchan, okay, Erling right? Johanna, and then uh, Afghanistan. The deal. Yeah. So we needed we needed Erling okay and Johanna. I was okay with it. So, fuck you. Well, girl. also, I yes. felt like we needed to go back to the Nobel Peace Prize, or else why is this show? Girl, do you have something to say? <laughs> Where are I going? do not understand, and I did not like why the show is called the whole Nobel no, the whole Peace no, Prize. The whole Nobel. Why the F we were was talking that about this. in the show? Yeah, what is the what was the whole Anshan? So, like, I feel that really what got. What was sh- the point of it? There was no point of it. In this coming in harsh, um, yes, yeah. but I have been sitting on this for two weeks since we watched this episode. But yeah, also, no, it, it does not make much sense because it, it didn't tie back like the Anchan thing, it doesn't break anything, it doesn't. I don't think it's there for plot, anything. I think it's there for theme. Yeah, is that possible? No, well, no, it definitely is. Yeah. I mean, it definitely is. Uh, yeah, but then theme. change the name of the show, like, that's not that's he said any price, so the full name of the show makes sense, yeah. Um. um and isn't wait Nobel? No, I think and Nobel's a better name. Noble are the price. same. Yeah. Oh no, it definitely is. I just mean yeah. if you take the title as a whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes sense by itself. Um, yeah, I just didn't. I thought that side plot was a waste. Well, here let's let's recap it just okay. to make sure we get through. So back in Oslo, things are better off between oh, Erling and Johanna. Nothing and like a suicide bombing to read. To bring right, right. And then yeah. Tale um, as old as time. Erling, you know. <laughs> So much has happened between the bombing, and then he just decides on this morning to be like, you know what, yeah. Johanna, by the way, why Rolf made me why? kill Shuri. Why did that why come did, out why? then? That's, that was pretty contrived. To have, like, <laughs> all, like, he didn't say a Let thing Let Rickard five, sleep. Oh, by the way. By the way. Really, and then just so Johanna you know. being like, I need to make a quick phone call. Well, and then yeah. Okay, could it have been pushed by the timeline? So it's finally the Nobel Peace Prize it is going to come yeah. out. That's his motivating factor. Yes, but Revealing they that didn't. at that point. <laughs> But we always disagreed with the way they had him reveal information. We always thought it was contrived. Like that yeah, when he was true. like, I killed a guy. Like, you're like, that right. didn't warrant that. <laughs> yeah. like, but okay. um, so Johanna runs to tell Nora, uh, Nora and says, uh, you know, a little late, like, by the way, you're not giving it to, to Rolf because, uh, you know, the spy. Wait, and is it clear in that moment that it would have gone to Rolf? No. Because we, no. don't, we don't have any, like, would it have no. gone to Rolf or was it always going to be Anshan? Like, did this I think change anything? Know. I think that's a good point. I I really don't. Yeah, I I interpreted it as no, she was gonna give it to Anshan anyway. No matter what. Okay. Oh, my interpretation was that she she changed changed it. it. Yeah. Yeah. First off, and then it. I mean, you don't see the decision. You see, you see, you see the 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 chair uh, person like give him give her uh, Johanna the envelope. It's like okay, and she's the only one. Like the committee would would have been the only. Like, wouldn't people know? To... Like, I, I, don't, I don't know enough about the No, Nobel you can probably just recall the... Op- like, she already handed but out But who decides? The Nobel Committee. Which is a group of how many? Many. Many people, like, right? Several, yeah. Several people. So Get them back if in the room all... and be like, yeah. oh, this hey, guy's but a murderer. Maybe. Let's not. Wait, can we be clear? So then Nora would have gone back to the committee and been like, hey, guys, this is controversial. We can't. So this guy's tied to a murder. We can't pick him. So let's all pick my boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. La La Land. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That would be, she'd no, definitely be a scandal that she is banging the... Yes. 
No, but that's why this whole Nobel Peace Prize part of really the show work. doesn't make sense yeah. because you, yeah. they didn't yeah. dedicate enough time to explain Brain. what the ugh, are they together? It's supposed to be a framing dating? device. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that it. Well, because is it because they yeah. they didn't? Yeah, because it's it actually I really like it as a theme, and I think that's great. To uh, I did like the conversations where they talk about hey, we're we are the country of Norway. We're supposed to be the, the peaceful way. nation. Yes. And here we are doing this this war. What and and that the whole piece at any cost thing, but then the choice to have so many scenes about the Nobel Committee, I think was weird because it didn't end up like if there were maybe like one scene or two, like just enough to add in add in on the theme, that would make sense. But it was just enough to be like, oh no, this is a plot line, mm -hmm. but then not enough to fully kind of resolve it in a really satisfying way that tied it back to the main narrative. Are we supposed to be happy that it wasn't? Ralph, who got this? Because yeah, there's some sort so. of like right. that's yeah. But it's I mean, it was an, it was an oil, the yeah. name of his organization is Oil for Development. Like, it's it's like yeah. Hey, let's let's award the Nobel Peace Prize to the guy who heads up Guns for America. Like, no, probably well, not gonna no. happen. No, I mean, I think there is a I, I think there is setting Oil for Development against no. against Fruit for Life, and I'm just saying as a oh. as a storytelling device, it makes the organization's you know, diametrically opposed in their, it's in, just in how we perceive them. So I'm saying. I think that's, yeah, I think that's interesting that the naming of the two organizations do kind of, you know. You're going to, yeah, yeah, you're going to say, oh, Fruit but, for Life is probably the less evil one. But at the same time, I do that's want to say people in, people in Norway yeah. will oh, hear yeah. oil and go, All right. yeah, okay. Oil, yeah. Yeah, Norway, oil, the thing that helped us that's, become a rich, developed economy the reason why we've been it yeah, i guess exactly. yeah i guess perspective yeah. is important. yeah yeah that's yeah. um america rules thank you kevin um <laughs> um the uh so the announcement is made that it is on sean um and we get uh, johanna doing like a, a bbc interview saying oh no because this is obviously going to have uh, implications for uh, norwegian chinese relations uh johanna erling meet up and walk away holding hands and How then, see, and so then I'm like, oh, this team. is gonna end here. And then cue the drum montage that's the, the, the yeah. drumming in the background, like, and yeah. we get Anshan like, waving from the Grand Hotel. Um, and then all the FSK guys walking to get on the get to the plane. No, and they then, were, they were clearly, clearly there for a photo shoot <laughs> for their upcoming yeah. album. They look like, <laughs> yes. The no, but like like the, the head on shot, you yeah. could see each one of them like yeah, it was perfect. It was then, like, but then they get on. so then the plane <laughs> they get on the plane shoot. and it takes off and da, 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 and then we get the voiceover. The voiceover at the end, which who is girl? It's, yeah, it's Jens Stoltenberg, former prime minister of Norway, current NATO head. And it's like it's him saying that basically it's just him saying that we're going to be keeping that Norway is going to keep their troops in Afghanistan beyond mm -hmm. the initial mission. Which I was like, I didn't know why. I don't know why they added that that in. I mean, season two. Well, no, no. I mean, like, it, I, for me, it took it out for a second. I'm like, Jens, like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because this is a a universe that is. You know, independent yeah. Senate. It's all different people, and then it's all of a sudden like, oh yeah, the real guy, Jens Stoltenberg. Why is, yeah. he's well, I mean, the, the, the first, the first voice Obama. is, is yeah. Obama. Yeah, no, Obama. I know, I know, I know. But I, I, for me, it was easier to divorce it when it was in the credits. But okay. um, also, like he was just him announcing keep, we're going to keep more troops in Afghanistan. So I mean, was that actual just, audio from him? Like, oh yes. yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's, it's the idea that we're going to continue to make the same mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Or just that the war continues oh, yeah, on. You know, the the I thought it was the end of Charlie Wilson's war. Um, Good uh, yeah, I mean, I took it more as, as like, no, the, 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 these guys continue to fight like, uh, or, you know, the Norwegian troops, presumably if they're still there now, then, you know, if these FSK guys are doing a covert mission, like this is a continued effort that we're still involved in. Um, and that is the end of the show. The end of the show. I do not think, I think this is a very, um, a completed narrative. I don't think this is a season two kind of thing, right? This, I think there is gonna, there's gotta be. They no. ended it no, with I like, let's so. go back to. So what? They go and then they have another like. Yeah. I don't think so. I think yeah, this is very. Com is there? Completed. I this is. I have not looked up like the production of this. It is. It is the there day? a season two? I haven't looked it up, yeah, but I just okay. assumed that. I took it really as no. Like this yeah. is. This seemed like a pretty. You could do wrapped it up. You could do another show about. All the Nobel Peace Prize candidates and like all the shit that's going on, on with Sean. them. Yeah. Like, I don't know, not on Sean, but do another He's political. Too busy. He's too big a deal. We'll yeah. Um, 
final thoughts, guys, on the show. Um, what'd you think? What do you, first off, <laughs> anyone convinced that the opening credits are actually good? <laughs> what? I liked I it. Jack always liked them. I liked it. You like, uh, girl, no, you did. still too long. Still too long. So I watched them once, and then I was like, okay, seen it, <laughs> done. Didn't help me figure out that a bomb was gonna go off. So yeah. clearly it. Yes, but you think about that. I just watch. I just, yeah. I don't. Think. I get it for mood. Yeah. Right? You like, just, man. you're just in it for the the. <laughs> Girl just is, is she's just a big shipper. Oh, she Adele lived. Like, Are you happy about I'm that? Or Adela. 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 Adela is. Adele lives. Adele also lives. Um, That's her next album. Is that so? That so? Um, fav- do you want to just tell your favorite scene, your favorite plot Aww, line? Favorite my plot fa- line. My favorite, and it, it's JP and Adela when they're uh, doing, doing the, the sit-ups because it's so it's very cute, it's very sweet, and it's really also very playful. <laughs> no, yeah. it's very playful because when yeah. he was like. Oh, are we gonna go have sex in the shower? <laughs> like I thought, like, so cute. Yeah, um, it's adorable. Who's your favorite character so, or uh, slash actor? If those are independent. Ooh, Odd Magnus, just because his name is Odd Magnus. Is Odd, <laughs> Odd his Magnus. name is Odd Magnus. No, uh, he's he, he. The the FSK guys are awesome. Uh, I really like the uh, Minister of Power. He was or um the Foreign Minister. Foreign Minister. Yeah. I mm-hmm. now like knowing that he was actually a good guy. It's like oh, him okay. actually just trying to do his job. Yeah. I uh really liked JP and Erling. Yeah. I liked how uh, yeah, so that, that so that was Axel Henny and, and can you guys give me the name of a uh, of the guy who played uh, Young Petter? Anders Danielson Lee. Yes. Yeah. I really liked uh I liked their characters. Um, uh, just mostly how the two of them interacted. I really bought that relationship, and I thought they they did a did a really good job. Um. You guys got um, – I also got notes. Uh, favorite parts of the show, worst parts of the show. For me, I really liked – I liked all the family dynamic stuff. I, I bought into it. I cared uh, yeah. about it. And um, I thought they did the scenes in Afghanistan really um, yeah. pretty well. Do we um, know where it, that was? Morocco. Um, it's all Morocco. Mm-hmm. Um, worst to me was uh, the tech hand-waving. Yeah. Anything, the, the technology that they just kind of, kind of uh, shoot yeah. along. <laughs> How and then, you just, yeah. and the Nobel plotline, the the Anshan, which I think which did, I already didn't ranted come about. For me. So yeah. I still love the scene where they're at the concert hall and Ooh, Johanna yeah. has to save. I just think there's a lot of like good comedy on yep. the scene. First of all, with mm. him yeah. knowing that the car is pulling up is really cute. Mm-hmm. You quickly realize what their dynamic is, who he is. Mm-hmm. And then her yeah. having to like handle that, the plan A, plan B thing. They really did I a good job of building just <laughs> dynamics between characters yeah. very, yeah. very quickly. Yeah. Of who's, you know, who's doing what, where the, who's where they, what, like, and what their got, relationships are. Yeah, like I feel right off the top of the bat, I got the I understood who Erling and Johanna. I understood them kind of independently as characters. I understood why they would be together and, and where also the problems what would, be would be. Hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought that was. I mean, that's just good writing, yeah. and and great performances. Yeah, but in terms of storytelling, I think there were we've gone over them, but mm-hmm. like jumps in logic or sure. time and story and hand-fisted yeah, revealing stuff. of information. Overall, uh, so what, what did you like more, uh, Occupied or Nobel? The first uh, seasons. Ooh. I'm Team Occupied. I am Same. too. I I yeah. yeah. I want a crossover <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> I really want a crossover episode. I liked Just one. Uh, I thought, I think at a marriage therapist office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's where it takes place. Yeah. I thought occupied was occupied's a more interesting premise. I yeah. think it's, yeah. it's yes. trying to yes. do yes. a lot. I was more. a lot more excited watching occupied. There's a, yeah, there's so much it. more at stake. I think. In yeah. I think Nobel yeah. did some yeah. of the, yeah. some of the character too. development though, and understanding of characters. I think did was better in Nobel, and I think like yes. they executed a a a less um ambitious i guess story because i mean like this this is it's a political it's a political thriller i thought it was an awesome political thriller but like occupied is is trying to do a very different kind of thing that's harder brand new like yeah Mm -hmm. i mean i do like how uh nobel the the uh, however many timelines there were (laughs) the the fat the jumping between them and and using that storytelling device as okay we like we there's all this information that happens but you don't Mm-hmm. We're gonna see it in the next scene, and and cool. yeah. that that jump I thought was uh, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Any final thoughts, anybody? Can't wait for season two, which is definitely <laughs> gonna happen. 
Uh, Axel Henny's going to tweet at us and, and let us know. Axel, if you want to come on the show and let us know uh, your thoughts. <laughs> Jack's parents' basement. Yeah. <laughs> come to uh, yeah, just come. suburban well, Virginia and... Uh, and we'll uh, and we'll make you a cup of tea because that's that's kind of we'll thing. pay you zero dollars. There, <laughs> this is completely voluntary. But you can play with the dog. But you can play with the dog. All, all right, guys, you want. I'm shutting it down here. Yeah, this okay. is ridiculous. <laughs> thank uh, you. Thank you all for listening. Thanks uh, so much for listening, everyone. Appreciate it. Um, you can always email us occupypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll maybe do some updates in the off season and if I get any more information about when the show's coming out. Uh, but otherwise, we'll see you back. Maybe we for should Occupied do like a Nordic Noir suite. Well, if we can find more stuff. Yeah. But rather than talking about it right now, let's talk (laughs) offline so I don't get a lot of attention from other people. Um, Bye. Again, thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye.